Kiorana and welcome everyone to yet another episode of 9 Minute Big Life Mindset. Today you're going to hear about this unwanted experience I had last week, plus I'll throw in a quick hitchhiking story about getting a ride from a drug dealer. Alright, so on Wednesday last week I thought I was catching a cold. Nothing surprising really, as I'd just led part of a government innovation conference and I'd crossed paths with about 50 or so people, so it was, if it was going around I was going to catch it. Because the symptoms were mild, I had this op- optimistic mindset that if I powered through loads of water, I'd be able to flush it out real quick. I was thinking a day, maybe two at the most. And eh, wrong. <laughs> the next day, I had more of the same, but by the evening it had got noticeably worse. I'd take myself off to bed early, fell asleep, and then it hit me. And holy shit, did it hit me. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I knew straight away that it had turned. My elbows and my knees were aching, and I was shaking like I was in Antarctica. Now, when I say shaking, I don't mean like when you use a salt or pepper shaker. I mean shaking like my bones were trying to get rid of the meat that's attached to them. That kind of shaking. But the best was still to come. I take myself off to the lounge with my sleeping bag, and for the next three or four hours, I'm a mix of short sleeps broken up by those shaking episodes. I take a lot more paracetamol than you're meant to as I try and manage my temperature, and by the time Debbie wakes up, I'm soaking wet head to toe. She gives me that look of, ugh, you poor bastard, and then orders me to bed. I have a flash of resistance starting to form in my mind as my hero complex tries to turn on, but thankfully that disappears and I'm back on my bed and I quickly fall asleep. Unfortunately, that doesn't last long. I become unnaturally hot, but I can't bear the thought of taking a blanket or sheet off me. I've got these ice cubes on rotation in my mouth and Debs offers more Panadol, but because I've already been drowning in them, I tell her that I'll try and ride it out. I actually reckon that that was a mistake because my body, like every single atom in my body, is on fire at this stage. I have this overpowering headache too. Like all the anger from the heat is being channeled into my forehead. And then random as, I get a line from a song in my head and it becomes the theme song to my misery. (laughs) There's a song by Kanye and Adam Levine and the hook goes... Nothing's ever promised tomorrow today. It sounds like, nothing's ever promised tomorrow today. Sounds just like that too. Anyway, (laughs) I hear this on loop over and over and over, and it's relentless. During this time, my thoughts never fully materialize, or they're nonsensical, and it's at this time I reckon I'm touching on some kind of delirium. Individual words in my mind become visible. They stretch and then they wash away and then they're replaced by something else. And when I close my eyes and reopen them, I genuinely have no idea if one minute has passed or several hours. And I don't have the headspace to care either. Every time I wake up and look around the room, I need to check if it's daytime or night and then I slip slip back into that messy, disturbed sleep. Now, I take a lot of pride in being a coherent thinker, but during that time, I couldn't string together anything remotely coherent or logical, and yet, at the same time, I didn't want to either. My whole world was zoomed in on three things, hot, headache, and that bloody song. (laughs) 
Anyway, two saturated t-shirts later, my body is telling me I should vomit or go to the toilet, as if getting rid of any warm food in my body is going to help cool me down. I try power chucking by tickling that dangly bit at the back of your throat, but nothing gives. I do, however, lay a turd, um, and whether my brain thinks it's rid itself of heat or it actually has, I feel like 3% better, so I take it. When I crawl back into bed, my lower back is killing me, and it's a sure sign I've been lying down too long. Anyone else get that? Where if you've slept for too long, you get a sore lower back? It's like the universe's way of saying, you better get your ass up while you're still alive. Anyway, 3am on Saturday and I wake up from the wetness of my clothing and the pain in my back. And I do that thing where you change positions 8 times trying to find a comfy one before I steal myself to go and get some ibuprofen which I know it's going to help but it means I'll have to eat something and I've got zero appetite. I do however have a strong desire for a sweet tasting liquid so after a pint of water and thrifty with a bite of a coconut island donut and after that I'm back off to bed. I don't realise it at the time, but in hindsight, I think that that's when the crux of the fever's been broken. When I wake up five hours later, I'm a completely changed man. I feel like that guy that went into it at the start. I know I'm not 100%, but my body just feels different. And this latest t-shirt, if it's anything to go by, it's damp, but it's not soaking, and my stomach starts growling at me for food. I have a hot shower, and I'm left an unexpected uh, parting gift by this flu. Turns out I now have a rash all over my body. Hmm, yeah, cool, thanks flu, because I really needed another reminder of why you're badass. My last words on this experience are that a couple of weeks ago, my cousin asked if I was getting my flu jab, and I said no. I said no for two reasons. One was because I thought I was a hero. You know, thinking that you're eight foot tall and bulletproof comes with some pitfalls, apparently. Um, And the other is that I was just so COVID fatigued that the thought of getting another vaccine for anything now is just really off-putting to the point where I'm apathetic or outright resistant. Judging by the number of people getting hospitalized with the flu this year, I'm probably not the only one. Mm. Oh yeah, the hitchhiking story. All right, so two weeks ago on my trip to Te Reringa Wairua, Cape Reinga, I got picked up by a guy near Kirikiri. Jason, which is not his real name, picks me up with a slick piece of driving on the motorway. He says he can only take me as far as the next town, which is fine by me. Two minutes into the drive, and me and this guy are talking like you do with friends that you haven't seen in years. It's amazing. Knowing his destination is near, I ask if he knows anyone there that I can score weed from. His reply? Yeah, bro. I sell it. (laughs) Man, you couldn't script it better. After a quick stop at his home, he offers to take me to Awanui, which is over an hour away and it's my final destination. He does this if I can throw a bit of gas in the car. So I'm like, wait, awesome conversation, weed, and delivery to my destination? Man, sweet, where do I sign? After a stop for gas and some beers... For me, not for my driver, uh, and a visit to his wife's work, Jason takes me on this incredible guided tour around the bays, complete with local legends and stuff you won't hear in museums. 
He points out the places to visit, some of the local politics, and even recommends accommodation for DB and I to stay at if we want postcard views on a pack and save budget. Love it. His outlook on life feels really similar to mine, and I love the depth of the connection we have. I put a lot of value in my assessment of people, not on what the news tells me, and my experiences are evidence enough that the world is packed full of good people. Hey, thanks everyone for joining me today. If you're enjoying this podcast, click follow or subscribe. And remember, my challenge to you is to share it with one person in your circles. And hopefully, more people can enjoy them as well. But if nothing else, please always remember to be uncomfortable and grow. (laughs) 